those. Nice. All right. And you ate all the blueberries. Hey, Maya. Good work, Maya. For, for context, guys, uh, Maya and Caleb are like kind of like demolishing um, the all the inner like the inner parts of a, a berry tart, but they're very much like leaving like the out like the crust alone. Like that's yeah. an edible. Oh, that's mm-hmm. thoughtful of them. They're doing it. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like I would have done that as a kid, but now it's the crust. You know, the crust is the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grease three. The grease is the thing. The thing. Crust is the thing. <laughs> grease three. Guys... We made a bakery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's crust lightning. <laughs> ho 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 ho. <laughs> We've cracked. Oh, <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, we got a cold open. Welcome back to Pack Your Mics, season 17. You guys were here. Snaps. Ah! Ah! You didn't think we'd be back, but we are, and we're back with uh, we're back to the Top Chef podcast from the creators of Reed and Weep. We are between two and eight friends getting together <laughs> for our regular Sunday brunch chat about the Top Chef episode, most recent this week, season 17, episode one. And we have, believe it or not, all of your favorite podcasters from all of our previous seasons. It is a murderer's row of all-stars today. My name is Alex. I am currently uh, recording from our home studio in Los Angeles along with Megan. Hello. Hi, Megan. Hi. Welcome to LA. Thank you. We're here now. Yeah. Um, also sure. joining us in Northern California. We are in, by the way, we're also in all of the hot spots. Um, all, in Northern California, it's Ez and Sarah and... Possibly Caleb and Maya in the background. Yes. Hello. Hello. They they uh, Maya's gotten way more verbal since I think the last time we recorded. Yeah. I, and everybody last time was like, I think you know, once she finds her voice, she's going to be a really great podcaster. Um. Yeah. As I mean, she podcasts her podcasts. You know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Really cook her her grandmother's food. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say say speak your truth, Maya. They're, also they're joining kind of, us. Sorry, just for context. Now they're like kind of like they're sharing. Just they they've gotten to the crust part. And they're just sort of like passing it back and forth in a really sweet way. They're doing a very oh. good job sharing. sharing. They're like just nibble, nibbling back and forth across. So, yeah. mm, teamwork. I'll, I'll send a picture later. Also joining us in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, please welcome back Chris and Tanya. Hey, hey. Hello. I am hey, from guys. the Miami season. I don't think any of you remember me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, everybody was clamoring to get Brian Malarkey back on Top Chef. I, yeah. the, all the petitions were, were running wild. I'm, I'm pro Malarkey. Yeah, I heart him. Meanwhile, oh. Nini's back based mostly on jumpsuits, I think. I think but so. she's oh on God. brand still. In a she is, and yeah, what a great striped jumpsuit to start us off. Um, also joining us to round out the panel, also in Los Angeles, it's new Sarah and Kyle. Um, you guys were just, just on last season, right when it finished, we brought you back right away. Yeah, um... I mean, it was really a journey, but hold on just a sec. I'm going to, like, dump some oil directly into this fire. We're <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to dump oil. What? This An whole oil rest fire. of the episode, Sarah's going to be covered in carbon. <laughs> <laughs> we are carbon-based already, so it's like, that's like, that's, yeah, I feel like it's, like, a little weird to, like, to say, like, oh, there's extra carbon on my carbon-based life form, you know? That's, it's mostly carbon to begin with. And, and yet, dog. they all managed to say that. <laughs> You could go take it up with the science team on Top Chef. Maybe it's because it tastes too much like 
us and it's really kind of like unappealing oh. to taste the carbon because you think you're eating yourself it's an instinctive That's turn off yeah such a good point. An evolutionary taste also oh. cooking oil gross <laughs> yeah but, but apparently steaming your cream in carbon yeah is okay yeah it's like incredible. throwing your 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 fire garbage directly into a pot of cream turns out all right. And yeah. and filtering it. I think that's the important thing. I think they, they just have the, yeah. the whole yeah. chunks of so coal they, in there. So it's that's just true. essence essence of human, not yeah. like the chunks of human. <laughs> yeah, it's like a good supporting mm. player. Well, yeah, it's like, I, oh, some someone who smells nice just left this room. <laughs> Alex, you and Megan are really new to Los Angeles, so you might not yes. have spent a lot of time at the beach yet. But like no. it's kind of a beach thing here where you go to the beach and you just like drink a bunch of hot cream. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds Please awesome. Don't Google that. It's a secret for the LA beach only. Yeah, this is how you can tell the locals from the tourists. Yeah. Right? Right. yeah. <laughs> I just got sure, the thermos wait. of hot cream. If you're not scalding your cream at the beach, you're doing it wrong. I, Sarah, I remember I paid you to have some like blog blogging some inside LA tips. Was this did this make the list or did you did you hold this back for yourself? Um, yeah, it's like locals only. So our listeners are in for a real treat right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are lucky to have us. So let's just start out like this is All Stars season, uh, t- season two, I guess, of All Stars. Yeah. The yeah, 17th yeah, yeah. season of the show. This is the sixth or seventh season of us doing the show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who, it's we literally impossible to find out. But, Maybe a fan um, will call in and tell us. I'm sure Meredith knows. But yeah. um, the important thing is, let's just start out with the feels dump, you guys. How's everybody feeling about the show, not about the state of the world? It's really hard to tell the difference for me. So I feel like I'm kind of feeling extremely anxious and cooped up by the show. But if oh. I like really <laughs> parse it out, like try really yeah. hard, I think the show is bringing me joy. I think. um yeah it is a it is a weird time on the the plus side we get to see the inside of a restaurant which is kind of nice yeah it's the only way um it's our side of a beach tent this is season seven for us season season seven packing mics i'm pretty sure looking at our website which which is a a pretty good indicator it is and a pretty good website yeah Um, it's a handsome website recently updated with all of the episodes um oh. somebody emailed us like three months ago and was like why don't you have season 14 on there and i was like oh good point and so i did it <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's all all available now season seven of our show um brooklyn how about you guys where's your what's your feels dump for the for the all-star season uh i feel good i guess i i hadn't I hadn't paid as much attention to the promo round for this season, so no. I felt a little surprised that I wouldn't be meeting anybody new and instead would have to reacquaint myself with people that I had a lot of feelings for like yeah, many I, years ago. I will point yeah. out Brian Malarkey and Lisa Fernandez, but other than that, you're not meeting anyone I new. I have feelings for Brian Malarkey because he, he pops up on like ads, I think, uh, I feel like, from, uh, from past. I, I think I've seen him on Bravo ads before. I love how... like good and strong he looks even though he looks so much older than i remember him i'm like man yeah. you look old yeah. but you look great yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Does. I was... yeah age in a malarkey way i think that's 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 our, that's our dream <laughs> no that sounds like goals to me i i agree and that was actually that was something that also struck me sarah i was like wow he's really keeping it tight yeah yeah, yeah i was i you know felt uh a lot of a lot of positive feelings it was like seeing old friends i mean like yeah. the, the affection i have for melissa king is yeah. is boundless as mm-hmm. Leon uh, Leando and and mm-hmm. Stephanie Seymour. Oh, Stephanie Seymour. Stephanie Seymour. So, oh my God, when she's in the van, sorry, Leanne like, Wong, I, not Leando. Yeah, Leanne Wong. Yeah. Um, but but Seymour, when she's in the van, she's like, I like all these people in a fan way, but I'm not going to tell them that. 
Yeah. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, I missed so you, Stephanie. Yes, I love you. Also, she was, um, I just, uh, a little while ago, I was rewatching um, Seattle season, and that's the one where she auditioned in Tom's restaurant and got cut before the season started. She's Kristen's yeah. best friend. She's Kristen's oh, best friend, and then she Kristen is, went yeah. on to win. Yeah. And so to see her again is just really, really lovely. Yes. Um, yeah. I, 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 the only person I did not recognize at all, well, Brian Malarkey was a surprise, but Lisa, when she said she was on the same finale with, uh, with Richard and Stephanie, I was, I didn't believe her if you hadn't showed me a picture. I don't really recognize her at all. I recognize Lisa. Lisa, yeah, I definitely recognized her as well. I had, I had never seen her before. We did not. And I think just going back to like our, our show's personal biography of, of our, uh, relationship with Top Chef. Um, we started watching on season four, you know, that was the first season that we ever watched. And so it has been so many seasons of top chef since people were, you know, like in the mix of the, the pack of season four. So it was, uh, tricky. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And we hear a lot about that season and we do not hear a lot about her from it. So it's weird. I mean, it, it really felt like the government was trying to implant a memory on me. It was like, here's a picture, but it's not quite how you remember it. But yes, Lisa's always been there, we swear. Maybe I it's sort just of, because it was the first season that I saw, but I just remembered her yeah. really well. So, no, that's know. great. She's like one of the great. first villains I remember. Oh, it definitely just, seemed like she did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. based yeah. on Dale giving her a pep talk, which like Dale of all people, really? <laughs> like, Your attitude is kind of rough, Lisa. Like, really? Yeah. Dale? <laughs> <laughs> when Dale thinks you're, you've got a poop toot, then you yeah. really should check yourself. Yeah. Oh, poop toot. Are we doing that? Oh, I, doesn't sound good. I feel I like we, a trend. I, not I near like food. <laughs> Hashtag pooptude. Um, uh, LA, how are you guys? What's your dump your feelings for us? Um, we got a. I got a lot of feelings at least. Like I, I'm not prepared to see Kevin uh, in a full season again. Uh, he makes he I, he means too much to me. Can I? Oh can yeah. I, can I, can I, can I Have you guys been following his journey with uh, recovering from like being really sick and all that? Megan told me about it, but I, I have not had not been following it. I had. Oh been yeah. Following. Does anyone Is have doing... the actual facts? Is that? No, I thought I thought he had a cancer or something and and recovered from that and has been like trying to get back weight and be healthy enough to be in his restaurants and and he's doing like a lot of powerlifting now. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but is he, he is doing well then? No, yeah, he's doing well. Yeah. Good. Um, okay. Kyle, can I can I share what happened when Kevin came on screen? Yes. Kevin came <laughs> on screen and, and said something very charming and Kevin-like, and uh, it got very quiet next to me, and I looked <gasps> over, and Kyle was crying. Oh. I love yeah. Kevin so much. Yeah. yeah he's, he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, like, seeing him celebrate Brian Voltaggio's first ever quickfire win is one of the purest things that oh, yeah, ever featured. It was yep. great. Um, he, he he's so lovely, and uh, that's such an interesting feeling that I hadn't felt yet. And now you're right; I'm terrified. I didn't even think about these people lessening themselves in my memory of them. Yeah, we're gonna have to kill nearly oh. all of our darlings. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. all darlings. Like all our friends leaving one at a time. Oh. I think people can like acquit themselves well. I guess like like I think I like yes. yeah like Lisa. We weren't like actively thinking anything about her, but like if I remember 
who she was at the time, I'd be like, oh no, she's like, she's a villain. And now I think she's like, she seems like she's like, you know, you know people grow a lot, you know, in intervening oh, yeah. years. Yeah. It was, and, Jen, Jen Carroll had that growth uh, yeah. edit where she said that she was kind of embarrassed of how she spoke to the judges before. And <laughs> I she's forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That was that so was funny. They showed crazy that. Crazy like, I served you food. Fuck you. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jen, yeah, I forgot that, about like, that. Jen Carroll had some growth the last time we saw her, and now she's had that growth removed, which I'm very into. <laughs> well, this is also her fourth time because she was yeah, in the like last change. Trying kitchen. on fifteen. Yeah, she was in the like uh, Colorado season, last chance all stars. Uh, oh, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, so so season fifteen, they did that. The all stars were on last chance kitchen, competing to get back on, and she was one of the people who did not get back on. So this is her third time. Yeah, and, or fourth time. Sorry, this is her fourth time, including and Leanne Bang was Ball. in that bucket also. Yes, yeah, uh, and, and she, actually, and, but made Leanne it won it, right? Yeah, yeah. She and then her. and then left because uh, of altitude sickness slash baby slash yeah. baby yeah. inside her. Being able to handle altitude is a big part of being a chef. <laughs> yeah, remember when that one I mean, French chef cooked at twenty million chef. feet? Oh man, that was insufferable. <laughs> um i i love jen carroll even when she is for some reason she's somebody who's like she's mean in a way that doesn't bother me um and so well, but i've been waiting for her to do the thing that we always thought she could because season when she first showed up in vegas we thought she was a shoe in she's so strong she's yeah. such an amazing pedigree and then she kept not quite living up to the potential so she's one who i think can definitely beat our memories of her by far i <laughs> hope she does i hope so I- I disagree. <laughs> you know, no, I'm, I'm saying she could. I'm not saying she will, Chris. Oh, yeah. I think it's, it's so much more likely better. that she's going to continue to not quite live up to the beastly expectations we have of her. Certainly possible. Um, certainly possible. No, and I, like, I, I like her, too. I want her to succeed. I'm, Tanya just made a face. I, I just think that, like, <laughs> if you look at how strong the pack is, you know, like, if if there's any wiggle room there, you know. Also, as far as killing your darlings, I do feel like there's like five people who could leave and I won't feel anything. Oh, and you mean like I like this week, like, like for example, Joe pasta did not hurt me uh, that much. And I, I would have been, I would have been happy if Joe was great, but especially doing badly in the quick fire and the elimination is like, yeah, this is fine. This yeah. seems fine. I think that was mm-hmm. deserved. So it didn't hurt that much, but yeah, I, I, when, when I first thought, Oh, he might go home. I had a little twinge, but then when mm-hmm. he actually went home, I was, I was Okay. I felt nothing. Yeah. He has most like limpid eyes. Like he always looks like he has like, cartoon shininess to his eyes. Which is, like, very charming when you're just like looking at him passively. But then when he just keeps messing stuff up and putting aioli on flatbread with uni and you're like, oh, oh that just sounds bad. Wait, like objectively. Are you, are you just saying that, Tony, though, because he has like Snidely Whiplash's mustache? <laughs> I, I feel like I don't even see the mustache anymore. <laughs> I don't see wow. mustache. <laughs> I just see people. That's how distracting his eyes must be if you don't notice that much mustache. No, he well, it used like... to be even more. Yeah. Well, he looks oh. now. He looks like the little emoji that's like the little little pouty face, but it has the gigantic shiny eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Am I? I guess so. Sarah, you also see the eye shininess. It's not just yeah. me. Okay, good. not the mustache, which apparently maybe, you know, admittedly, that might be because I live with someone who is a, is a facial hair person. So I'm <laughs> used to them, like not really noticing the so facial romantic hair. when you say it that way. A facial hair person, facial, facial <laughs> hair with a torso and legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well proportioned. I got a nose, y'all. <laughs> 
Um, new Sarah. So, so besides being next to a um, crying beard, um, how, how's your feel? Um, I like it. It's really delightful to be back. Um, you know, it's nice to nice to have it be in our stomping grounds of yeah. Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, I'm getting to learn all this great stuff about beaches and things. Yeah, we're having yeah. a fun time being like, how long do you think it took them to commute from the Griffith Observatory to presumably <laughs> Burbank where they're filming all their kitchen stuff? And we had like the, a um, fun little chat about that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, because they because in the we'll, we'll get to the we're gonna do the show in order in just a second. But they they do all this mise en place relay. And then Tom says, says you have to cook with the ingredients you prepared. Mm-hmm. And there's no way their, their orange supremes lasted that whole drive. Oh, I said in horror, did they set up a kitchen inside the observatory? <laughs> I know. I feel like what? what wasn't like uh, like like Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling were still dancing in there though, right? Like that's like, that's what they're always doing. That's like the the, the twelve o'clock show. Oh, yeah. It's like the punishment from Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, they're exhausted and they're just chained to the wall. There's still not dancing. a lot of room in there. It's all there's a big pendulum and then there's a bunch yeah. That's of, the like, hardest part about cooking exhibits. is that every twelve hours the pendulum knocks your food over. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been cool if they'd like zapped something with the Tesla. Um, oh, coil. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Your your like, only you heat something. is fire or Tesla coil. <laughs> ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> all right. Let's. In fact, let's get into the show. Let's just talk about the quick fire because that's where we are. So, um, all fifteen chefs are are dropped off on the lawn of a surprisingly easy to park at uh, Griffith Observatory in Los Abandoned. Angeles. Abandoned. Abandoned. Yeah. Um, which probably is not cheap, right? Um, no. Yeah, I don't uh, know. She's available I, to rent. It does seem like, yeah, it's, well, it seems like most of the time it is currently being rented whenever I've been there. But um, they so they, they start out with the outdoor. Actually, first, um, Tom in his white jean jacket has a fun, sassy talk where he has people raise their hands, um, including Wait, who said they gosh, would never sorry, do this really quick on a detour. Griffith, do you know if it's a first name or a last name? Both. Wow. That's ah. right. What? His name is Griffith Griffith? Griffith, Griffin, J. Griffith. J. Griffith. No. Yep. I did. I do know. Didn't he kill his wife? Um, no. I think. Did he? he didn't. Oh, he didn't. I think that she survived. There's a Wikipedia attempt. section on crime. Yeah, there's, yeah, a, he yeah, there's a really wife. good. There's a good dollop episode on this guy. <laughs> um, but his name is Griffith P. Griffith. J. J. Griffith. Griffith J. Griffith. Jenkins. That's amazing. Um, that's better than the cream fact. Man, we're learning so much. Um. All right, so uh, back to, anyway, so they're they're hanging out at, at uh, Griffith J Griffith Observatory, and they have to do a mise en place relay outside first, turning three artichokes, and then if they don't win that, supreming five California oranges, California oranges, not those Florida crap, and then they have to crack if they still they're still not not one yet, they have to crack twenty perfect California almonds. the The twist this time, besides that, every the things are from California, and no one's ever seen a shelled pre shelled almond apparently. Um, the other twist is that the first five chefs who are done become a team and can start cooking right away an hour after they drive to their sh- their kitchen. And so um, really confusing, I think mise en place relayed that like Sarah and I had to like kind of like diagram out on our side. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying to explain it. I'm I'm having I'm having trouble with it. Also, um, Alex, you know that we don't call them California thingies, right? Like just just like you know that, right? Oh, right. Like Canadian bacon is just called bacon up there. I don't think anyone's ever said like, yeah, it's, it's, that's just branding. That's 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 not a thing, right? Right, 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 LA. I, yeah. I think, I think that um, it's just like Canadian bacon. So instead of five California oranges, they had to supreme five ham. Hmm. 
All right, that's good enough, Chris. I'll take that from you. Um, so that was a lot of distaste, though. I think really, that was just a reaction. <laughs> it wasn't distaste. I just sort of laughed at you know when you don't, don't open yeah, your yeah, mouth it, and you laugh. It doesn't and deserve like, a whole laugh. Mm-hmm. I got you part know, of one. I wasn't yeah. laughing because I... the complete movement of a laugh. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little bit convoluted. So, how do you guys feel about the uh, extra time bonus for finishing first and not having to do the rest of the relay? It seems almost negligible in the long run, which is something that Kevin kept saying is like, it really didn't help them that much. It It seemed like a monkey's paw sort of thing of like, yes, you have more time, but you have no idea how much and you have less Mm -hmm. like concrete stuff to plan for. And it gave Joe the false hope that he could make pasta. Well, right. Yeah. Why did anyone think they could make pasta? It just drives me up the wall every time. (laughs) Pasta is not the time. Yeah. I felt like they burned most of their time talking about how they didn't know how much extra time they had. Like if they hadn't commented like six separate times, I'm like, yeah, Yeah. but we don't know how long we have. I mean, how long do we have? We don't even know. Like if they had just skipped that bit, they may have actually had some extra time. Right. And they could just think through the challenge and be like, yeah, we probably have like five or 10 extra minutes. Yeah. You you have an idea of how long it takes to suprem five oranges probably. Yeah. Just start with that. And like, you know how long it took you guys to do the first step? Like, I don't know, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. But yeah. also, I will point out, they did win. So the, the team that finished first. The they did. And did they it. had more time to develop flavor with like that sumac cream and all that stuff. That sounded really good. I yeah. mean, yeah. Leanne had too much time to let her like fryer batter huff up or whatever. The flower. And she only had five extra mi- minutes. So. Yeah. So she, yeah, she had the double problem of her fat flower sat for too long. And then also the fryers were all taken. Yeah. 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 So that's why it's sat for too that's long. That's why it's sat for. Right? Yeah. So was, the fryers were all in use. So she made bad tempura, which um, historically tempura has done very poorly on Top Chef. It's not quite risotto, but there's been a lot of bad tempura. It must be very, very difficult. Although and a then tempura to... orange sounds really cool. It does. Yeah. I had a and lot so, of curiosity about that. Yeah. she. Uh, but then to rub it in her face, uh, the blue team did, an, <laughs> did a tempura better, which is really fair, harsh. Right. They were using the fryer. That's why she couldn't. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess that's true. They were that was, was in the fryer. So, so I guess the question is, why didn't she switch gears at that? Was it possible? I don't think <laughs> she didn't really notice that the fryer was in use when she was preparing yeah. all of it, and then off had no other. Yeah, yeah. But she knew it. She knew she was doing bad, especially because this is not her first rodeo. She knew that she, if she was planning this challenge, she wouldn't have given herself that much time. Yeah. Okay. So no more technical mistakes from Leanne this episode. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, so okay, any other thoughts on the uh, on the quick fire before we move on? I guess I sort of I I'm curious if people felt feelings about the mise en place race versus the mise en place relay cuz this was decidedly not a relay. Uh, yeah, right. it was absolutely True. not a relay that, and right. I kind of like the relay better. Mm. I don't know. I I think it just gives everyone a chance to like state what they believe their strengths to be in a different way and I I like I enjoy that element of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a, a, a recurring theme, I think, with with our on our podcast talking about the show is that the producers of Top Chef, they don't like to ever do the same thing twice the same way. They always like to find a little tweak and a little update every season. Like Restaurant Wars is changing by a small rule every time. Yes. And the reason pause replay is always a little bit different. And, you know, like we just rewatched Seattle recently where they did the finals in a stadium and everyone hated it. Like they're always trying, trying little mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I on board. I think Alex, if they had just tried like some the, the lightest of thematic tie-ins with LA, I guess it's like, this is the first chance to like, like 
why is this more like representative of LA to have it be doing this way, I guess, right? Totally good point. I love that. If there felt like there's a reason why, except for a difference for its own sake. I think yeah, it I, might I, still come back to the mise en place relay too, because it seemed like turning artichokes, supreming oranges, and cracking almonds isn't as complicated as like some of the other challenges they've had before. Like I, I wanted them to hack apart some meat. Yeah, I, or like nail like an eel to a piece of wood. Right, yeah, that's, exactly, that's what I uh, like. Is when I learn, I learn that something is difficult that I hadn't realized it, like eel. Or like watching them shuck oysters or something or clams is always fun because it's like, oh, this is, these are tools I didn't realize you had in your bag. And then almonds was like, yeah, I guess I didn't realize how you opened an almond. Just yeah, so I went with the that. back of a knife. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, the one thing that they should have done. Cracked, wait, just as a straw poll, has anyone else cracked almonds here in their lives before? Yes. yes. Okay. No. What? no. Really? That many of you? Yeah. yeah. There's sometimes you get a bad a bunch of like shelled uh you know like with shells on uh mixed nuts and like almonds. Oh or yeah, like yeah, yeah. For oh, a wintertime tradition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Absolutely. get your Christmas bag of nuts and you have to crack them, and half the time you're like, "This wasn't worth it." Yeah, it's <laughs> like and on the inside, it's still just a nut, you know. And half the time you like say check before you're done. Yeah, Brian, four times. Are you kidding I, me? I, I so how do you guys feel about that? Do you think there, as of all the things they tweaked, there could be a rule where you can't call check wrong twice? Right, but yeah. there was there was literally no penalty for right. doing that. You know, it made everybody stop and check yeah. and then resume, and he could resume exactly from where he was. Yeah. So he could just so be like, no "Hey, dad, hey, dad, look at me, dad, 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 dad. dad. Do you see this, dad, dad, dad?" I think the exactly. edit made it look more intense than it was because he still got in the top five for that challenge. So it couldn't have he been. Did. Couldn't couldn't have taken that much time. I yeah. Um, I wonder there if there was no everyone him... else having to stop that many times. Exactly. But also he was he was house dad and gave the cheers on the balcony and everybody seemed to like him still. So yeah. I, I would be happy if you get you can um if you call check twice when you're not prepared, then you're out. Because one mistake is reasonable, but a second one, then you're being reckless. Well, well out for all right. how long though? That like, seems pretty extreme. Well, just in this case, you'd be in the green entirely out forever. Yeah, <laughs> like you have to go home <laughs> and off the TV. Swim home. New career. You're an architect now. <laughs> Wait, am I making this up? Didn't he have to do a brand new artichoke for like the one that wasn't good enough? I thought it was a thing. That where, was like, Angelo. Yeah, but that was a oh. thing of like if he had like done it. And it wasn't good enough. They took the one that wasn't good enough, threw it out, and he had to do a whole oh, new that's one. Okay, if, that, yeah. if that's the case, I think that's a great punishment for it. Yeah, if you overwhittle your choke, then you have to start fresh. No, mm-hmm. and you have to eat it raw, the one that you <laughs> didn't do good enough. Eat it. Man, all right. Um, so that's the the quick fire. The, the winners being the red team, the early team, Kevin, Jamie, Joe, Melissa, and Big Volt. Um then we're going on to the elimination challenge, uh, which, as mentioned previously, classic LA tradition to the beach. Um, no knife block, but the teams that were decided by speed, the red team got to then be team captains of a new smaller three person team. Yep. Also a little bit convoluted. Yes. Um, but to get us a down snake to draft, which, uh, yeah, I, I called that out. Um, yeah. I is that a lo- sports thing? It's a sports yeah, thing. It is. Okay. It means, it, it Thank means, you for that stank. Man. Yeah. So what that is, <laughs> thank you for that dude. Um, it means like, you know, you pick your first person who joins your team, but then the last, per- then you pick the next person in reverse order. So like Melissa got the last pick of the first person of the first number round. two. 
So she got the first pick of the third round or second round. One, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, Mm -hmm. three. It just make it just helps a little bit even out the crappy third position. And so if you were like going down and making a shot of it, it would look a little bit like a snake. And that's why they sometimes refer to as a serpentine draft. Um, Lord. Is it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, I hope this comes up in Jeopardy. Yeah, this is all. I'm only explaining this so you can be better at Jeopardy. Um, all right, so uh, elimination challenge. All right, so they pick their teams of three, um, and the challenge is a seafood feast on the beach, no electricity, just fire. Which already is going to get some people watching's feelings going, right? Sure. How do you guys feel about just flames? Uh, Kevin has a restaurant in which he cooks with a lot of open flame, and so I was like, Kevin's going to do great. So does Malarkey, as he told us. He doesn't even like electricity. Yeah. Did you guys still like him after that? No. All this yeah. weird Malarkey love? Uh, Pro Malarkey. Keep it, keep it tight, uh, living in the Stone Age. I'm, I like him. I'm just going to say this now. It's going to take a lot for me to stop liking him. So we'll see. Whoa. We'll see. Whoa. <laughs> wow. I mostly, I did get a little stressed at the edit of him, like, backseat or front seat driving the the decision-making process when they were in their planning phase. If Leanne like, Wong is upset yeah. at you, I I want your blood. Of course. Always yeah. on Leanne's team. Like, like in a cup, Chris? Like, how much of it? <laughs> Spilled on the field of battle. Oh, Wow. But but yeah, like a cup, cup and a half. A cup yeah, and yeah. A half. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, it's a taste, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So he, that's the other thing he did that annoyed me is that Joe was the team captain and Brian took over, and then they did not. They did not do that well. No, they did not. I feel um, like I don't. I don't know if the aioli was uh, was Brian's idea, but it was just a. I don't know. That flatbread was a was a hot mess. It was start the, to the flatbread was Brian's like he forced that on Joe. He was like, you're making a flatbread. Yeah. Not, Wouldn't I'm it be fun you like if him, you Sarah, made a but... clam pizza kind of thing? Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. <laughs> you Sarah, I know. Joke? I know you really like Malarkey and I like him, too. I just I, uh, I didn't love it. that. Yeah. yeah. Megan, you had feels as soon as they had fire plate pits, though. I understand. I don't... Yeah, they just always stress me out. I don't know, just because they've gone so badly in the past, yeah. and it feels like there's a lot that's out of their control. Yeah. Totally. Um, but I don't know. This one, it it seemed like most most people didn't have a lot of Yeah, there was issue. like the one big issue that Leanne had, and everything else was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and Kevin um, overcooked his swordfish, but like Gregory oh, yeah. did an awesome uh, salmon. You know, we had yeah. some other stuff that... Or, I, that I think that the key is they told them ahead of time, it's just fire. I think the thing that would piss me off is the old school where they're just like, you won't know what you're cooking with. Surprise, it's a fire pit. Yeah. Right, that, right. That's yeah. way harsher. This yeah, at least they could like plan for it. trying to blend <laughs> beachside... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There was an, and there was not one mention of sand, right? This whole episode. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like it seemed like the weather cooperated when they yeah. were cooking, so it wasn't like blowing the fire out or getting sand in their food or so and there wasn't feast- a lot of talk about it being hot either, which I was impressed by. That's like true. usually that they're like, true. We're sweating bullets and like this was not that at all. It's pretty cold. We, by we the did beach. know <laughs> we did know when they were shooting, right? Um, yeah, when when was it? End of summer. Late summer. End of summer. End of summer. Yeah. It was late summer, so yeah, it could have been hot. They lucked out. But, but yeah, by the beach, it's never like sweltering, yeah, right? It's not that bad. Yeah. yeah, that's how you. That's how you can stay cool while you're scalding your cream. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um. What else? Uh, uh, oh, just to finish up, three dishes, family style. Um, thirty minutes to plan, and then two and a half hours to cook at the beach, with, and a murderer's row of judges. They were. 
really blown away by the judge. And a lot of the time, I feel like they're I, the the cut where the chef says how great the judges are sometimes feels a little forced. This mm. one, they were like legitimately intimidated with every name getting mentioned. Yes. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of name dropping. I knew like three of seven or something like that. Like I, I felt I know, like I, I was not, not intimidated yeah. <laughs> personally at home. I was like, well, this is fine for me. <laughs> I could cook for these people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that lady with a ponytail. She seems nice. I don't know. Like, is that bad? What's going on? Oh, she showed uh, up a ton. I, She's like a, a, a pretty regular top chef. Super judge. She is. Like later yeah. in the season. But I don't remember. Well, she, well. she should have talked about uh, hip tang hot sauce because, like, I don't That's remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else jumped out at you from the um, elimination challenge? Hmm. I I think one. I guess. Well, so we we talked about the cream a lot. I guess two other technique things that jumped out at me. One was the radicchio, mm-hmm. where Melissa oh, yeah. just threw the entire head of lettuce in the fire. And I Tom love Melissa so one. much. Melissa's decision mm-hmm. with vegetables are always just so freaking good. She's, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. then was it, uh, it was Kevin, right? Who made the most beautiful dish ever. And it tasted like crap. If he'd been and on was that overcooked. weird Instagram challenge, he would have destroyed. It was so yeah. swanye. It was yeah, swanye. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, was so... it was, it was breathtaking when they took the, the lid off. It was really beautiful. Yeah. yeah everyone like, was... I didn't think it, was it. it was fine. It was I fine. Don't know. Uh, oh, I like this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you guys like you guys like malarkey. We're on slightly different. We're <laughs> wavelengths right now. Our palates are. We already divided into you. camps. <laughs> I'm on Team Kevin. Also. Yeah, you can have <laughs> yeah. Teams. yeah, yeah. We're on. We're on a lot of the same camps, and then there's just like one camp where apparently I'm alone in the anti-malarkey camp. No, you're not alone on the anti-malarkey. No, camp. I'm alone I'm on the pro-malarkey. I'm, I'm camp. a pro-malarkey. No, I feel like it's maybe maybe six to two. Uh, what else jumped out at you guys from the from the seafood feast? Well, Gregory sounded I, so good. Yes, the habanero. Uh, what was the other pepper? It was like the sauce that was like spicy, and mm-hmm. uh, it just looked like a perfectly cooked salmon. Maybe perfectly cooked yeah. salmon will be the new perfectly cooked scallop. There was one of those too, though. Mm, I'm yeah, that. there was. Uh, who was that? Was that Lisa who did it? Nini. Oh, Nini did those. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, yeah, these guys did really well on the grilling, I think, as a whole. And like, it was oh, interesting. I mean, like, I was noting the the grilling technique that Kevin was using that I thought was working really well for his team as a whole, which is having the grate only half on the thing. So you can like move things around and zones and whatever. But, yeah. um, you know, obviously he was so busy with that that his fish got overcooked. He was so, so busy having totally found his voice as a chef that he <laughs> failed miserably <laughs> in his first big challenge. Uh, the there's thing. just nothing like that edit. It's so brutal. When yeah, they're like two rough. camera like, I'm just really, t- it's my time to shine. And, and the, judges. the judges are <laughs> like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> so here's a question I had about Kevin's swordfish. Because he had that. they had that one pointed scene where he went to Jen Carroll and was like, how does this look? Does this look good? And she was like, I'm not really sure, man. And I don't know what he was asking about. Cause I thought it was about like the shape of the swordfish steaks. Like, oh, I don't it know was the, would... it was the thickness. So he was, he was cutting from a large piece of swordfish, mm-hmm. how thick he was envisioning the swordfish steaks. And he's like, does that look good? And she's like, well, you, you got to cook it rare and you can't let it dry out. And that's exactly yeah, what it was. It seemed like Kevin, like he, he had one little scene where he said, he's like, I want to find a fish I can treat like meat. 
Yeah. And then Jim Carroll, the fish expert, was like, it's not quite meat. That's what I felt like that scene was. Yeah. And then it turned out she was right. It cooked like fish and not like meat. Yeah. Kevin was like, is this a pig? And Jen was like, no. And he was like, okay, cool. Pig. Got it. I'm just going <laughs> to. So I'm hearing it's a pig. <laughs> Jen, I picked you for my team to point me to the pig of the sea. <laughs> Yeah, there should be more animals of the sea. I like that. Um, but apparently it's not Eye of Swordfish. Wait, what is like the... We go the other way. Where, like, What's like the swordfish of the land? Like, um, oh, unicorns. Oh, unicorns, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair. What, what's the lobster of the land? Scorpion. Porcupine. Oh, uh, yeah. oh scorpion's a good answer. Porcupine oh. is a wild answer. <laughs> It is also crazy. Obviously, it's sea urchin or uni. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, or a cactus. Or a cactus. Yeah, just a cactus. You're not safe plants. Did you think you were safe? You're not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, let's let's see if... um, just gonna add. Sorry, you guys keep keep talking. I'm gonna add to my possible titles: Uni of the Land. Okay. Very good. I think there was uh, a bit in uh, Kimmy Schmidt where the, I think she called uh, I think uh, clams like uh, sea pistachios. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that is solid. Yeah. Um, do you guys uh, have feelings about Angelo and what he's up to? Because I remember when he was on like his his original season, uh, I didn't like him very much. No, and I'm wondering if the villain edit on his season really? he, he came totally across as a know-it-all and like yeah. a, but also know extremely a emotional and that was a weird yeah, season and, yeah. i barely okay, remember so him i'm talking sorry. about season seven dc <laughs> i remember liking him and him being dominant and then they went to um, singapore was singapore? it or? Yeah, they, went to, they went the finale was in asia and he was super sick and then yeah remember that he was like runner up and then they were like hey we're starting all-stars on tuesday can you make it and then he just like pushed right on into all-stars and so i was hoping that was going to be his redemption and it didn't really end up that way so i'm mostly positive with him but i could be misremembering his niceness yeah i don't i don't remember having any negative um thoughts towards him i remember him wearing a lot of white pants is that oh yeah no he did that that yeah, that was the, <laughs> the night, night market. White pants at the night market. That yeah. for some reason really. White pants at the night market. Yeah, that's his autobiography. Mm. Um, I well, yeah. So I guess let's let's run down. We're, I want to get into the the mailbag here in a second, and uh, but just like, um, who are you most happy to see cooking, and what have what have you like? Like, who is already just lighting up your life? Nini, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I you so Tanya, you said mostly just from her jumpsuits, and I think those were and enough. That was, but that was, I, that was me. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Chris, was Chris me. you said just for the jumpsuits, and I think although the jumpsuits are like were probably enough to get her on, I also remember her cooking really well and and feeling like her elimination was unjust. But the internet does not always seem to agree with me on that. So I do, thought her last chance, remember? her losing in last chance finals felt rough because I think she cooked mm. well enough to earn her spot back, but. Mm. Well, and she also lost on Restaurant Wars when she was front front of the house. She got the classic front of the oh, house. Oh, yeah. 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 Front of the house job. That's and what she, it was. She did a bad job at the front of the house, too, though. Oh, like, yeah, she <laughs> did. Yeah. yeah. But also, I, that's that's a very forgivable sin in my mind for Top Chef. Like, I, I, I'd i rather you be good at it, but it's not the thing that I'm going to hold against you forever. What I found well, really not as interesting, a chef, no. No, that's fair. What I found interesting about Nini was that 
last season she came in as like a real boss, like was right at the top, high status, like running things from an early point. And then this this season she's starting off just like really starstruck. And that I didn't yeah. expect her to come in with that sort of energy. That yeah, she's got energy. a real beta vibe right now. She's also significantly younger than a lot of the people she was cooking with, right? Yeah. Isn't she? She's in her mid twenties, I think. Yeah, yeah. The yeah age is an interesting part of this. Is that like we normally Top Chef grabs people super like pretty young, not super young, but pretty young. A lot of people have been on the show before they are like as established. So watching this is it's just a different tenor to the show where everyone is mid late thirties and has many restaurants and. Yeah, just a lot. We're, we're just... Top Chef, the grizzled season. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess so they grab people early, and then they, you know, those people had careers for like fifteen years, I guess, right? And and that's 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 how that's how time works, y'all. Yeah, it is. It's oh, just a, it's an interestingly different vibe to have everyone this experienced. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think we've mentioned it at all, but I, I was really happy to see Gregory back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, I forgot. 100%. I missed his style he's just got so much going on mm-hmm. at all times and i love that he's embracing fringe in a way that nobody is bold enough to do quite he's yet oh, so like, much fringe on that jacket that jacket I'm so Ugh. i'm here for it i mean it's, it's a little it, it, sometimes he layers a little too more too much more than i can handle but like yeah i just love that he's always pushing me and he's so yeah. good he is yeah, very he's, good he's incredible yeah he's also I, like he's fun because i feel like he's like of the chefs here we've had the most of his food mm-hmm because yeah, we went to his true. restaurant a few times. Um, mm-hmm. And also, yeah, he's the only Portland person in the last few seasons. So we're even though we're not there, our hearts are still with Portland chefs. Uh, yes. That'll change. By the end of this season, you'll be repping L.A. real hard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, correction, she's 31. She's not in her mid-20s. But, wow. Yeah. She just has the skin of an angel. Like she, an immortal her, angel. Her skin, her skin is great. I know we talked yeah. about that really last season to the point where she ta- responded to us on Twitter to let us know yeah, we, <laughs> we, she didn't we do anything make special. But yeah. like, it, it, it still looks amazing. And I said out loud again, wow, her skin while watching this episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she does have incredible skin. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I find her to be delightful. Um, and also, we haven't mentioned Eric yet. Yeah, who we were all huge fans of, and we're devastated to see him. And like, I feel like if Eric isn't in the finals cooking that meal that he promised us yes. last time, I'm going to be disappointed all over again. Or the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. He just needs to cook that meal like ASAP. Well, I think no, he like a makeup uh, challenge where it's like, "Hey, Top Chef, screwed you. Uh, do that thing that you want to do." That's, that's yeah, the what, would, did, what right? would you have done in the finals if you were doing it? And then that's not the final. <laughs> <laughs> he did like a like I think there's a whole New York me. Times article after the season finale last year where like he basically took like the food columnist through the re- the menu he yes. was going to make. Yes, I saw that, and I so now when he does it on this season in the finale, it'll be pr- like practiced. He's ready. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I want to see it. I, I do. I do hold a candle for our vegetable loving Libra. Uh, Melissa, I, yes. I think she's great. And uh, big fan, also I, great skin. Yes, yeah. so many attractive um, chefs on this season. Tom's really? like, who won sexiest chef? And I was like, damn, all of them, Tom. But I know you want to brag, and I'm yeah. glad Padma called him out for that. Yeah, that was hilarious. Man, I also like Padma. Every year, I feel like Padma gets more and more fun. Um, yes, like she's like that. That. Uh, negging Tom on the beginning of this episode was so perfect and hilarious. 
delightful. But also, I think you can also see the extent to which this has become a much more visual industry over the last like 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. every like so many more of the chefs are like clearly like working to like keep build it, their brand. Yeah, like, build their brand and be like photogenic and, you know, camera ready at all times. Yeah. Um speaking of people happy to be back on the TV, Gail's back and yeah. I love her. Man, and I loved her beach dress. Yes, beach that dress. Fluttery side. Yeah, the red so thing good. was pretty good. The, yeah, yeah. But uh, Gail, welcome back. Uh, great to have you. Um, it really I, is. This is like one of the most pure delight seasons. Sorry, go, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I want to mention Karen. We have not talked about her at all. Oh, and I right. think I really like her. I think she's maybe we haven't talked about her because she's just like kind you. of so normal and like yeah. down to earth. But I think she's great, and she always makes really good food. Yeah. She's good. She's got a she's got a, a temper uh, from what I remember, but otherwise, I, I really yeah, I also enjoyed her. Yeah, that hey, was uh, that like one episode though of her. No, season? I, know, I know, I know. I'm less charmed by Karen, and I don't remember why. I thought she had been on a season before thirteen. I thought she'd been around longer than that, but um, this is a tough time with like the memories where it's like you like it's like it's sort of like if you've been friends with someone a while, like maybe you had a fight at one point, but you don't actually remember why you had that fight. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's all vague memories. Strong, not, strong associations. Yeah. It's based, not, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, exactly. I have a memory of Karen being mean in a way that I was like, oh, she would be mean to me about that too. And like ever since then, I've been a little afraid of her. <laughs> but I, don't know, I don't specifically remember what that was about. I just remember like thinking like, oh, Karen would not like me. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny because I, think- I remember her as being just kind of like, no nonsense, like, I don't care that I'm on camera, I'm just myself, kind of a thing. I think I'm confusing her with someone else early on who had dyed hair, and I can't remember who. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I, th- I think I think she's getting unfairly lumped in with a different villain in my head, so I apologize, Karen, although if you were one of the first out, I'd be fine. Uh, Kyle and New Sarah, uh, what do you guys think uh, about Jamie Lynch being back on? Hmm. Or, better question, <laughs> do you feel anything for Jamie Lynch either yeah. way? Yeah. And his he of the noble sacrifice. Yeah. No, I remember that elimination, and I can remember nothing else about the, Chef Lynch. Charles, the Charleston season is the one season we haven't watched all of. Oh. We watched like. Oh, oh no, you're right. Is that why I don't remember it? I thought yes. it was just because well, my memory is gone. No, we watched this. We got through this episode, but it was. Like, <laughs> I was. I was like, damn. What a relief! I guess I remember that elimination, but what happened to my head? Oh my god. No, we got like I mean, halfway through the season and like and stopped for some reason because we moved. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Yeah, well, for, for specifically the reason of moving. Anyway, yeah. this is like a real. You're going on a journey with me in real time, where I'm realizing <laughs> that I thought I had watched an entire season of a show that I hadn't seen, and probably that was the first time I'd seen that elimination. So I don't know what sense memory that was dredging up for me. Well, I think maybe you were thinking of what Nick should have done. Oh, you know what? I probably was because I was like, "Well, he looks different than I'm remembering this." <laughs> I, I mean, wow. the thing about the noble sacrifice was it was like, "Yeah, that's cool of you," and also you did deserve to go home. So I don't like think higher of you than if you'd just been regular eliminated for that bad thing. Well, yeah. um, I mean, in the context though of a post Nick world, it's like you know what? That's that's at least right. Like, yeah, totally right. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and in fact, I I think he deserves All Stars second chance for that specifically. Yes. I just don't have a lot of like if he's one of the first out i'm fine i i thought he was the p-puree guy but he wasn't that was no, no 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 is older than him i think 
<laughs> Man, this is the, so. Not only are they getting older, all of our memories have aged and not well. Oh, no, we're not, not looking well. forward to like Top Chef season like eighty five. Uh, <laughs> Richard Blaze is still here, folks. And he yeah. wants you to buy a different car. <laughs> Richard, we still he's like, have like, cars in like uh, in, in that many more seasons. Like, I feel like it's gonna oh, be like. Oh, sorry, I forgot. No, never mind. Yeah, Top Chef 85 will be one where it's like, no, the, I don't even understand why they're cooking. All you have to do is believe in food and you'll have eaten it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is, this is like old quaint. Um, yeah, you just all right. tell the Matrix uh, like uh, feeding tube of what you want and then uh, it's in your body. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's in your body and you feel sated as if you'd had the whole experience. Mm. Um, we'll all look we, to the movie Hook as prescient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite oh, like, scene greatest um all right Let, I, I like that one better than the one where tinkerbell like got bigger and tried to have sex with that kid um anyway um is this real yeah, yeah that peter, a... peter pan is a child and tinkerbell's like a late uh, like a, an adult woman and then in that she gets big and is like i want to have sex with you that's always in hook and that's robin williams yeah, yeah so he's an adult then but she's like i've always been in love with you and i was like well, he well was we don't know that's what weird. age she okay Listen, right. anyway, I don't have time to get we're into jumping Julia Roberts' Fellini Summer. <laughs> well, that's not the focus. The focus of this episode is... It's time for Megan's Mailbag. If you've got mail for Megan, you can send it along to podcast at read-leap.com. We would love to hear all of your questions, comments, feedback, and feels dump. Megan, what's in your bag? Uh, J number one. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, program. Uh, Jay says, "Got a root for the Portland Chef, even though there aren't Oregonians on the podcast any longer." Hundred percent. Team Gregory, yay! Um, He also points out that's a lot of food for a beach outing. Fifteen family style dishes. Yeah, Uh, that is. Yeah, that is some consumption. And even we could watch the sun rise and set during the challenge. So it may have been all three meals, but that's still they ate a lot of fish that day. Question for the LA crowd is um, is like carbon uh, milk, carbon cream. Is that a anytime meal? Is it a breakfast meal? Is it a, a, a dessert? It's more like a state of mind. <laughs> it's kind of like a pizza bagel. You know, yeah. you can really insert uh, it yeah. at any point in you your day. Bagel, you can have it anytime. Yeah, yeah, you can chug carbon cream anytime. We all know. Yeah. <laughs> it sort of like fills the gaps between meals. It's sort of, it, it's, oh, we have a meal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it is, like you said, carbon's kind of people. Yeah. It's great. So I like that. Yeah. That's, that was an open mouth laugh. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we did notice that that was a lot of food too, Jay. That's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, King of Jakes writes in on Twitter. Ooh, uh, sure Bonjour. seems like <laughs> take that other Jakes. <laughs> sure seems like Leanne got the worst feedback, and yet she stayed on. Surprised. I yeah. felt like she did get, um, you know, for the uh, elimination challenge, she did get bad feedback but they also said that there was a lot to like about her dish so i think that that was kind of the um 
the decider for yeah, them. Yeah, that's maybe. a classic judges table thing where it's like they'll hate on something, but they'll be like, but for like pretty aggressively, and they'll be like, but I did kind of enjoy this part of it, and then that is like, all right, you're probably going to be okay if there's 15 other chefs. But there's like one mistake versus a whole series of mistakes, right? Like Joe was like yes. flatbread, which is tough to pull off anyway in the setting, and then it was like uni plus aioli plus all these other saucy things. So it was like well, more plus of a compound also game. more aioli plus some more aioli plus aioli on top served with the side of a watery sauce to turn the entire thing to glue yeah versus like dumping oil in your fire in a moment of harebrainedness i think is probably that seemed fair to me how much do people like aioli in like normal contexts like no i I do i do really like it but i don't like too much of it so Um, yeah no i like to control my mayonnaise based sauces i could drink it i don't think i really like it that much at all y'all I'm sorry. Uh, do you That's like okay. mayonnaise? You sound so bereft, as well. It's, it's, no, it's, like, should... it's like Alex something uh, like some of those Pixar movies. It isn't like yeah, uh, you should be embarrassed. You were gonna about this. you were gonna send Aioli a text, but suddenly you're being forced to break up with them over the phone, and you're feeling a little <laughs> intense about it. Uh, yeah, I, you should feel bad. You are in the wrong on this. Aioli I've, is incredible. No, I've never had a. I've never had good aioli. Oh, what? Like aioli is universally unappealing. Yeah. Oh, you guys are both lucky to be alive in a universe where aioli exists, and you don't even realize it. Nah. It's okay. We have other oh, sauces. Dipping your French fries. That's fine. Alex, if so, I just watched the movie uh, yesterday where like a uh, guy wakes up in like yes. in a universe where like there's no Beatles. If if you want to wake up, I'll be happy to wake up in the universe where there's no aioli, and I will not bring it back. Okay. I think you wouldn't. Yeah, we might not notice in truth. It's not that crucial to the universe, but um, Mm-mm. I do like it. I, yeah, I, I actually did like if you make your own chipotle aioli. Yes, we really enjoyed that. Super delicious. Also, I, yeah, I'm I not, think you have to practice aioli by yourself for a while just to see what you like, and then I'm not <laughs> self aioli, and then you can tell your partner what aioli to give you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I I don't like it on French fries, Ezra, to answer your question because I do feel like French fries are oily and like it's a heavy on heavy and i think this the great thing about ketchup is that it's sweet tangy which contrasts with fries and i like that about it mm, all right. whereas it uh, and the we problem with it going because i'm starving you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right good point all right all right uh king of jakes also says i'm so happy eric and nini are back yes yeah Lights. um it's like a whole season of fan favorites and malarkey all right hey, uh, hey. <laughs> you're right and lisa all right. Wow. Oh, I'm sure she'll grow. Uh, I'm not into Lisa. I don't know. Yeah. I like personal growth. That's something that I enjoy seeing in TV characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Definitely. <laughs> humans, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it in real people as well. Good point. Um, at article three, four life, one D. <laughs> great, great handle. Yeah. Uh, definitely right. a person. Writes <laughs> <laughs> in on Twitter. Um, you think that's a my, constitution reference? Like they really like Article Three of the Constitution. Oh no, for I life. didn't. If that's about something important, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to make light about, of your like, political stance. It's about like sheltering military in your homes. I don't think. Yeah, get these. Get. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times, Megan. Get these soldiers out of my house. <laughs> it's a very small apartment. Or into yeah. your house. I yeah. don't know. Like, which one do you want? I, well, just ask me first. That's all I want. Article Three for life. One D. <laughs> Oh, wait, uh, three. No, that's different. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, I think that's Amendment 3. Oh, yeah. But this oh, is yeah, yeah. my brain brain, so don't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brain brain. <laughs> In any case, I didn't mean to make light of your articles, Article 3. I'm sorry. It's, a, um, it's about the judicial branch. Yeah. Oh. That's right. 
That's All what right. I meant. Y'all. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Glad we got that cleared up. Um, my uh, Anyway, they write in, my predicted final two are Kevin and Eric. Uh, but I also adore all of these chefs, and this season may break me. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so. That's another person noticing that we're going to have to watch our favorite people gun down in their prime. Not, I think oh we should God. rate these goodbyes with like some sort of hanky scale. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah. So since we're talking about goodbyes and a hanky scale, did like like Joe Joe Pasta's goodbye was pretty solid, right? Oh that yeah. Had to up your hankies once he actually said goodbye. Yeah, that yeah, was really classy. Yeah, it's like it's like there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like like yeah, I, yeah. I was I was one, I was one out of ten hankies. Uh, yeah, one out of sixteen yeah. for me. But yeah. <laughs> what? Well, what? Sixteen. 16. <laughs> no, you yeah. know what? I love what? an arbitrary number. Let's go one out of sixteen. Okay. I like it. One I'm out of sixteen hankies. It's very important. Um, I, I I'll give him three, and I just just the humility of that is so so cool, and being to be able to say that. Whether or not you're able to feel that, just being able to say that in that moment is so strong because it does not feel good for sure to be the first one out. But finishing 15th out of 15 All-Stars season two, like already you've made so many cuts to get that far. Yep. That even though it hurts is like still an incredible achievement. Except that Lisa was able to do it too. Well, Lisa's yeah, a dude. darn good cook, apparently. Lisa made it to the wow. end. Why? You know, I feel like we can't this see Lisa erasure. for the blaze, and I'm getting annoyed about it. <laughs> I don't think Lisa was on that season. The government wants you to think she was there. I remember blaze, her she so wasn't. clearly. This is this is insane. No, like Lisa, I wasn't even a big fan of Lisa, but I'm not going to stand for this se- Chicago season erasure. Okay. <laughs> you guys remember that movie with Sinbad in it? Yeah, <laughs> Steel. <laughs> No, Shazam. <laughs> yeah, it definitely happened. Definitely okay. happened. No, there's right. the, um, the yeah. So so we, we've always been Berenstein. Oh, Berenstein. Thank you. Okay, now I get the Mandela, Yeah, Mandela effect. Is there guys? Is there a Mandela effect also where it's like maybe Howie Mandel never actually existed either? <laughs> Mandel. That would, that would be too awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, a couple more mails to wrap up the mailbag. Yeah, uh, Meredith writes in. Meredith, hey, the as, keeper of the memories is here. Yes, keeper of the memories. Tell us what Tell happened. Me Meredith. <laughs> uh, Meredith writes, I'm a nurse at a hospital, so it's tough to get a minute these days. But um, the chef banter after everyone had served cracked me up. Yeah. The chef testants were all saying it was a powerhouse judge's table for the first episode. And Kevin said, and we've brought back resurrected Christ for the next meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a great joke. Kevin. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, quick historian tip from Meredith. Pretty sure that set was a reuse from season eight when they cooked uh, conch on the beach. Oh. oh. The same flowy tent. Yes. Yeah, the same Got fabric. Flowy palapa. tent out of storage. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Meredith. You are amazing in so many ways. Yeah, we yeah, really Thanks, Meredith. It. For everything you go, you're doing, Meredith. Everything you're doing, and also, oh, it's weird. Man, you didn't read the PS. PS, Lisa was never on season four. It's weird, but she hey. said that. For, for some reason, I'm not seeing that, Alex. <laughs> I don't know why. Thanks, Meredith. We look forward to hanging out with you again this season and, and learning more about what happened. Um, finally, we have a Twitter message from at Remind Me of the. Uh, I must bring to your attention the best accidental burn in Top Chef history. <laughs> mm. On last night's Watch What Happens, a viewer asked our judges about the worst dish each of them had tasted on the show. 
After some thought, Tom remembered the time Philip decided to plate his oyster on a rock in 90 degrees for more heat. What he did not remember was Philip's name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a pretty solid... was he an LA chef? Too? He's an LA chef. Yes. He had a hyphenate yeah. last name. It was like Philip something, like Stone. Was it Stone? No. Philip Stone, Stone Rock. Gallop. No. <laughs> Oyster Rock. <laughs> Oyster Rock. Franklin Lee, guys. Oh, right. Philip Franklin Lee. Yeah. And he's uh, a very successful LA chef. He's got a lot of like high end places that are still going relatively strong. I mean, wow. hey, good for Philip. Yeah. You know, not on Colicchio's radar, but that's okay. <laughs> Did you guys know that the Voltaggio brothers have like four restaurants together now? Oh, yeah. Wait, like, uh, uh, jointly owned and stuff? Like jointly yes. offered? Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. So uh, the first time they were on the season, the show together, they said they hadn't like, sp- they hadn't seen each other in a couple of years. And then they fought the whole season. And then apparently it re- like brought them back together and they realized they liked cooking together a lot. And they've opened a series of restaurants, including, um, uh, uh, I think, two restaurants called Voltaggio Brothers. And I just think that's the sweetest. And then Brian, this is my other favorite moment from this episode is when Brian said that he was on Masters and he went skydiving and his brother was so jealous. He went to the same skydiving place the next day. So intense. That's not a healthy couple of brothers, but I love it. I have to admit, I was born without the like Voltaggio fan gene. Like I remember that season where people just like couldn't stop talking about the Volts, and I like didn't understand then, and I still don't understand. I don't like, know. What what about Brooke? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, but Brooke seems like she's doing something. Is anybody no? No, Brooke no, is the best, no. and yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll never not love Brooke. Next but I do think still okay, great, 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 great. I, great, great, I would great, not say that I'm it. the biggest Bolt fans, but I do find them fascinating, and the it's fact like that they did find guys each who other are angry a lot. Okay, great. We, we're still on that. All right, they're also right. very good. I mean, Brian? yeah, but they're just like they're just always so ornery. Is I, Brian? No, Brian's the nicer. Team. This is nice Volt. This is the yeah. this is the kind Volt that plugs into an Irish Low voltage, uh, high voltage. Yeah. <laughs> His legal name I, is Robo Voltaggio. And <laughs> I, what I enjoyed about this episode was that he was like kind of plugging in his like real boy operating system. I'm sounding much meaner than I intend to be. Let me say, no, I really I love it. I, I need love someone him. to join me on mean to volt land. No, I, I really like, I do like the Voltaggios, but their relationship was always really odd. And then this episode, like seeing him like kind of laugh and goof around a little in his yeah. very like formal voltage yeah. away was like really endearing to me and kyle and i just were like wow he really has like loosened up like and mellowed a bit in his age maybe it was like coming back last season as like a mentor like made him yeah chill out or something because that was the first time i remember seeing him a little bit more relaxed but uh, yeah. he's true. definitely and what i would call a formal type of person <laughs> yes i'm sorry real-time follow-up it wasn't brooke it was jennifer it was the other oh yes yes chef we like a lot so jen oh, carroll it was a uh, season uh was it seven six uh six vegas. six yeah What's vegas the greatest Michael, Forever. Brian, Kevin, and Jennifer were the top oh, four. Just truly. Oh, like, got it. Yeah. Okay. So we've got three of the four back. But So, yeah, I guess just to clarify, I, 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 I agree with everything that you guys are both saying, and I, but I do still find them interesting. And also, I like that the show brought them, like, the strange brothers together, and now they're cooking together. I think that's yeah. really cool. Um. All right. So last thing before we go. Th- that's the mailbag. Thank you so much, Megan. And thanks to everybody who wrote in. Um, you can always hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, but the easiest way for us to keep everything organized mm-hmm. is to send it into the bag 
podcast at readdashweep.com. We appreciate very much everybody who sent us feedback. All right, now before we go, it's time for bold predictions. You guys, everybody has to pick your top three chefs to win right now. Oh or other bold predictions. God. I don't know. I, I made that up. Um, you don't have to. It's Nothing's binding. It's just a show. Um, <laughs> but I, I, would, I would love your top three predictions, but I'll, top three finishers, but I will also take other bold predictions. Ooh, ooh, I got a bold prediction. Yes, I thought you might. Last Chance Kitchen will have like like other surprise people like already in there, like seated. No, yeah, they couldn't possibly. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on 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 uh, on Katsuji also. Oh <laughs> no, I, I kind of surprised Katsuji didn't answer the call. Yeah, I think he did I, for Last Chance Kitchen. That's that's. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna write in with I hope not on the end of that bold prediction. Um, I like Katsuji. Top three predi- top three finishers: Eric, Gregory, Jen, Carol. Ooh, oh. my top three are um, Eric, uh, Kevin, and I think probably Jen. Nice. I'd say I have a top three and a bold prediction. My top three, I think, are Gregory. Karen and I could see maybe Melissa like I feel like it's going to be a weird top three there's going to be a lot of our favorites in here but I think like yeah I think I think it's going to be a weird top three and my big prediction is in like within the next four episodes Tom Colicchio is going to have like a, a an angry daddy talk about how he expects more from this season. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yeah, there's definitely going to be some angry yeah. daddies. He already had his like his his peak happiness where he had sunshine on the tops of his feet. So like oh, I yeah. think now it's just it's oh, all yeah. anger. He loves that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um sorry. Uh Sarah, who did you say? I already forgot. Wait. Um Eric <laughs> <laughs> Eric Kevin and Jen. I'm sorry, guys. Most of my brain is Bachelor contestants. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to re- rewrite over any of that. Well, did any of them win? Like, are, are you going to vote for Not, any of them? Actually, funny story. No one won the last season of The Bachelor. But <laughs> I also have a bold prediction. True story. My bold prediction is that at some point they'll go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium and they'll have to cook with uni again, but they can only get it after a sea otter cracks it on their tums. Oh, oh that would be great. That's just bold. <laughs> that's that's that is unsanitary. <laughs> that's an unhinged prediction. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. I don't know. I think Sarah yeah, might have a fever right now, and this is a, a fever dream, <laughs> a, a fever vision that she's having in front of her right now. Listen, it's going to be hard when they have to take the uni away from the sea otters, but oh, then the sea yeah. otters will get another treat as a reward. I, I like the idea of like like being like yeah, then having like to point to like the uni they want, and the sea otters have to go down and get it. Yeah. Right? And, that's funny. I feel like I, uh, my prediction has to do guys. with. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do something different for Restaurant Wars. Like front of house is going to be played by like an iPad or maybe one of the otters from the Uni episode. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I would so love an otter in a little bow tie walking people to their table. Because I just feel like maybe yes. we've had enough of Not like the awkward host shtick. Like we yeah. all know mm-hmm. that that doesn't actually do anything and it's not like it doesn't make sense as a job and it doesn't really show if you're a chef or not. Like it just feels like we could do better as like Is as there far a way as, to like, do jobs. restaurant wars where someone where everyone has to do two jobs? 
So you like front of the house and prep on two different episodes that or something. Stressful. It does. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah no, it's like kind of like a volleyball type situation where everyone just rotates over one every like yeah, exactly. every, every serve. Every, serve. Yeah. every time you serve oh something. God, can we stop drafting serpentine for one minute? <laughs> I don't. Uh, all right, uh, Tanya. Along with that, give me your top three finishers. Uh, uh, I think uh, Gregory. Um, let's do a little wish fulfillment, and we'll say Melissa and Kevin. Yeah, nice. I don't know though. That just feels too nice. They're, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> no good answer, Megan. What do you think? All right, this is a top three combined with a bold prediction. Okay, uh, so I've got Melissa, Gregory, and then Joe Sasto who comes back. Last no, oh, that is away from the bottom uh, with aioli for every single day. <laughs> no! Oh my gosh, oh, she rides a wave of aioli back <laughs> into the competition. Wow, no. wow, Melissa, that uh, crudo is fantastic. But have you seen Joe Sasto's unadorned cup of aioli? <laughs> Joe, I love that you made your thirty-second pasta of Last Chance Kitchen. You're still nailing them. Um, that is, but Tom, the way Tom said they're back right where they started, like Tom had some shade about Joe Pasta. He even called him Joe Pasta. Like, I I think Tom would not tolerate that in Last Chance Kitchen. I I mean, if it's just like really good pasta and really good aioli, I don't know what you can do. uh, Why are you mad? (laughs) Hidden Ranch pasta, Hidden Ranch aioli. Oh, Oh, see, Hidden Valley Ranch aioli sounds pretty good. It's called ranch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right that's uh, what it is <laughs> you're not i agree you're right chris what's your uh, top three and or a bold prediction well and you know P- gregory's name's been coming up a lot and it's really hard not to see him as a front runner just with how technically strong he is at so many levels um so i like him i like big volt um making the finals i just i have a hard time seeing him getting eliminated <laughs> before the uh the the final. We just celebrate Kevin. Uh, there's a Kyle's uh, joke for one second. You you just said I like Big Volt, and he said, and I cannot lie. Oh, that was good. It's true. It's a real rift in our household. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm gonna go justice for Seymour here. I, oh. I like Stephanie Seymour. Um, I think she's like the last showing she was on Top Chef. Uh, she was a tremendous cook and seemed like she had grown a lot. I anticipate her trajectory is continued, and uh, you know, I see her making it through. But yeah. I love that. As you already gave us a bold prediction, now give us your top three. Um, I, I think I'll have to like, like I'd rather be if I want to be, I want to be right. I want to be the only person who's right. So I'm gonna have to like go very away from everyone else. <laughs> yep. Malarkey. Only malarkey. Three, three malarkeys. It's gonna be all, it's all malarkey uh, finale. Ezra, Ezra's always trying to shoot the moon, whatever it is. <laughs> Sarah, what are you? That's really your top three. Yeah, right. three malarkeys. No, give me two more. <laughs> give me two more. Okay, okay. Uh, then I'll also take. Um, I'll take Kevin, um, and I'll take. I'll take uh, Lisa. Yeah, I think Lisa's going to be strong. No way. <laughs> Malarkey and Lisa are both up by the episode five. I you guarantee guys, it. You guys Sarah, gonna see the sit, and then I'll get. You'll, you'll have to take all the points. I'll get all the negative points. And that's I'll, I'll win a top chef. All right, uh, Sarah, what's your what's your top three? Okay, so my top three are Eric, Gregory, and Melissa. So I'm not straying too far from the pack here. But I also Beautiful. want to say that I think Malarkey makes it to the semifinals. Wow! Ooh. Ooh. Uh, that is a bold prediction. Here's, also, I, I, uh, I mean, guys, I don't know if this counts or not, but like Malarkey was featured in a lot of the clips. Those were definitely from different episodes. It was 
That's true. We saw way He's too so much. Yeah, but he's stressed out in all those clips too. Like he doesn't yeah. have the energy or poise of someone who's in it for the long haul. It's someone who's burning. He bright. did wear a stupid hat though while he was stressed out in one of the clips. <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of hats, I did love Marcus. Samuelson's oh, Marcus, hat Marcus, and oh, his yes. wonderful energy. Yes, we love Marcus Samuelson so much. Yeah. Oh, um, one of the I, just just to get out to get the malarkey out of my system. One of my favorite parts of the episode <laughs> was him talking about how like he put too much stuff, and they showed that clip of his season of Pablo being like, "So what in the kitchen didn't you put on your dish?" And he just like <laughs> quietly goes, "That's not fair." Yeah. <laughs> and did he say like that still hurts or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it still burns. It's, it, and it wasn't fair, but it is also very funny. Um, just the the number of times I saw him being stressed out, I got almost a Josie vibe from Seattle, where it's like she's going to be in the he's going to be in the bottom every week and not go home for almost the entire season. Yeah, oh, I don't it's, like it. It's mostly a game about not making mistakes until it's, it's a game about excelling, or it's a game about making one fewer mistake than at least one person, or it's a game about aioli. It could be that. Too. <laughs> about otters tummies all right um those are our predictions interestingly enough we have a lot of similar names but no two identical predictions so um somebody is going to win it's not going to be ezra and that will be fun to check back in on at the end uh, you guys, for the finale please send, <laughs> please send me your your top three finalists uh also on twitter and uh and your bold predictions possibly and don't involving- forget our patented 16 hanky rating system <laughs> I'll add that to the script for next week. Um, uh, you guys, uh, be a, uh, email, Facebook, Twitter. We'd love to hear everything you had to say. We look forward to spending a whole season with you guys. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be hanky full. And don't um, forget to we, hashtag pooptude on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> and literally, none of us have anything better to do. So please uh, stick around. We'll talk to everybody next week. Yay! Um, Chris, Chris, here we go, Chris. Chris. Um, yeah. Pack your mics, but stay home. What? Yeah. Don't leave. No, but Please my, don't but go. my gluey flatbread was... Go. But somebody else told me to make that gluey flatbread. It'd, it'd be fun to have a clam pizza, but also please stay. Oh. Okay. Not allowed to leave by law. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll be here. Pack <laughs> your mics and stay. Um, thank you for being here, Chris and Tanya. It's great chatting with you guys. Uh-huh. Woohoo! As in Sarah and family. Yeah. Thank you, you for and, the social connection. If you want more and Padma, uh, check out uh, season two of Ugly Delicious. She makes an entrance walking on her counter barefoot. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, I'm open to that. Great. Yeah. Did, did you guys watch Tournament of Champions by chance? No. No. What is this? It's a, it's a Guy Fieri's Tournament of Champions. It's oh, a, no. <laughs> no. Look, Alex, no. So you're no. right. You're right to say that. No, but no you're wrong to <laughs> Pro Guy Fieri. Pro no. Uh, no. Um, uh, but um, like half of the the chefs are top chefs. Uh, yeah, people Antonia, who we like. Brooke, um, Little Volt is like Marcel. really good friends with Guy Fieri. Blaze, uh, yeah. Little Little Volt, um, Marcel, who um, you know uh, is still Marcel. Um, but yeah. like <laughs> just just for for Little Volt and Brooke and and Antonia and Blaze, like that's a heck of a heck of a show. I don't like how the show is done particularly, but it is good to see that many people that I like on a on a oh, show and they, uh, they look like they see it with a bracket and i i do love a bracket yeah it's got a bracket you could serpentine draft they're all ranked it's great um 
<laughs> also, so Guy Fieri looks right like now. he doesn't. Not care at all that he's on television. Anyway, um, that's just another option you guys have. Um, who did I? Oh, and uh, uh, Sarah and Kyle, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Hey, thank you guys. This is a delight. Um, I I hope and trust Kyle's dad will be listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think probably uh, you'll probably get some falcons in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's this is our only social connection. So thanks for being part of it. And Megan, um, we can't leave. So, but goodbye from the podcast. Goodbye from the podcast, Alice. All right, we'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.